Connecting life and faith. This is Connections. What we thought was the end was actually the very beginning. And so it's been an incredible uh, what God has, is doing in the two of us together and individually and how we brought our hearts together after such tragedy in our life. And today's guest is sharing this story not only with us today at Connections, but with a large group of women at a conference that will be held in Winnipeg, Manitoba this week. We're joined today by Francie Chapman. She's the wife of Dog the Bounty Hunter. She's widely known as an important voice in the faith community. She speaks and teaches, sharing how God rescued and redeemed her through the blood of Jesus. She's a survivor of domestic violence and tragic loss. And today on Connections, she'll share her story with us. We're joined today by Francie Chapman. She is the CEO of the Dog Foundation, as well as a speaker. And you have an absolutely amazing testimony, and you'll be sharing this at a conference later this month. We want to get to know you a little bit better. Most people will recognize that last name and know (laughs) that you somehow have a connection to, as we know him, Dog the Bounty Hunter. Tell us a little bit about your story and how you became the wife of Dog the Bounty Hunter or Dwayne. Yes, he he goes by dog and um, we have been we got married in September of last year and uh, which was an exciting time in our lives and a whole new world that I stepped into. (laughs) So uh, it's been a whirlwind uh, to say the least, but. God brought Dog and I together in the most powerful, incredible way after we both lost our spouses to cancer. And we both uh, had a battle and walked alongside Bob and Beth. um, And Dog and I ended up walking them home, actually. And um, so we met after that. And I had no idea who Dog was. I come from a small cowboy town in Colorado and had never watched Dog the Bounty Hunter. And uh, through some uh, very powerful ways, God brought us together um, through a next door neighbor of dogs who was a client of Hmm. my husband who passed away. And Dog left a message on my husband who passed away's phone. And through that phone call and uh, some events that were only God could do, we met. And there was a long period of time from when we first had the conversation on, on the phone the first time. And it was almost a year later. And a friend of mine was on YouTube watching uh, Bethel Music and a Dog the Bounty Hunter interview popped down on her feed. And she thought, Bethel Music and Dog the Bounty Hunter, this is impossible. (laughs) And she kept going back to the phone conversation that I had had with him shortly after Beth had passed away. And so she watched this interview and he was in California on Fox News and the newscaster said, dog, you're almost a year into your grieving process 
And I just really feel like this is going to be an extension of the kind of, of the people that you're helping through what you've been through in this process. And he says, well, it's so funny that you'd say that because I called this dirt guy, Bob, and his wife, Francie, calls me back. And we had this amazing conversation. And I really believe God's going to use us together somehow. And so it was a little shocking to me because I had not spoken to him for a year. And I really never thought that I would talk to him again. And I had only told three or four of my girlfriends that I even spoke to him. So the fact that one of those women who I told sees this interview, which was so God, because uh, otherwise we wouldn't have seen it. And um, I, <laughs> we were all floored by it. And so it took me about a week after that interview, that after watching his interview before I finally reached out to him. And then we ended up uh, building this amazing friendship over the phone. And we didn't meet for even another month or a little bit longer after that. Those We just kept talking on the phone and building this friendship. And then um, we finally got together and um, God just brought our hearts together in the most unbelievable way. And so I, I, my saying in it all is when we thought what we thought was the end was actually the very beginning. And so it's been an incredible, uh, what God has, is doing in the two of us together and individually and how we brought our hearts together after such tragedy in our life. It's amazing how you keep saying it's it's great how God always works in your life and you can you can clearly see how he worked in your life. Now, earlier I mentioned you have uh, an unbelievable testimony. Now, your testimony involves domestic violence and how you are a survivor yes. of that. And that was prior to all of this. Can you share a little bit about that? Yes, I um, I was in two marriages that were abusive. The first one, and let me back up a little bit because I do want to say that I ended up in those abusive marriages because I was molested by my brother at a young age. And because of the trauma and the anger and not knowing how to deal with those emotions, I I went off the rails and I didn't, I wasn't raised in a Christian home. I didn't know the Lord. And so I ran from as a teenager to drugs because of all the things that I had gone through and end up marrying a drug dealer. And uh, we had, uh, we, we had a life that was very abusive and violent. And we dealt drugs, both of us. And after it was a lot of years that I spent in that marriage and I ended up meeting my birth mom. And in the middle of that really was what gave me the courage to to get out, to want to get out of that marriage and, and get out of that life and have something better for my boys. And 
yet I still ended up in a second abusive marriage because the truth is, is that even though you get out when we don't deal with ourselves and the abuse and the trauma, we still end up in those same kind of relationships. And so I ended up in a second abusive marriage, which wasn't as, as physical and it was a more mental and verbal abusive marriage, which actually uh, was worse uh, for me in that second marriage because coming out of that first one and then going into a second one, it really threw me into a terrible depression. And how could I do this again? How could I end up here again? And I, I, really got lost and didn't know how to even remotely try to get out. And I gave up. In In the middle of, of that second marriage, um, God chased me down and in a powerful way. And uh, I came to know the Lord in that second marriage. Uh, but it also, while when I first came to the Lord, I was so overwhelmed by the love of God and what he was doing in my life. And this could not be possible. I, I never thought that I would experience this kind of love. But yet, after time went by, I still hadn't dealt with that trauma and the abuse. And I was still in the middle of the abuse. And so it really threw me into a, a, a terrible depression. And I ended up trying to commit suicide during that wow. time. And I was in the hospital unconscious for several days. And God showed up in the middle of that time that, that I was unconscious and started to speak to me and show me who I was in him, not what I had done. And what I was coming out of and all the things that I had done and been involved with and the choices that I made and how I saw myself that that's not who I was. It's what I had done, but it's not who I was. And so when I came out of that unconsciousness, I was on a, um, a path and I was not going to give up until I got healthy. And so that started my journey to get healthy emotionally and to start to deal with myself. And I had so much guilt and, and I parented out of guilt. I had so much guilt about staying in these relationships, these marriages and um, had my sons in these marriages. And so I had a lot of layers of trauma that I needed to deal with. And I wasn't going to stop until, until I got healthy. Wow. So thank you for sharing that. It is so powerful. Mm. Um, I would love to hear the journey, even in a nutshell of what that looked like to heal and then how it came into the house of bounty. I would love to hear that. <laughs> so I I started out initially all those years ago uh, in theophostic ministry 
and I had some friends that were involved with that and a spiritual mother at the time that was really involved in the Theophostic ministry and about bringing Jesus into our pain and into the memories and into to into the trauma to to get healing i spent several years uh, consistently it is about you know it's not about going to a counselor one or two times it's a commitment to really being uh, able to deal with yourself and and deal with the pain and deal with the hurt and deal with all the layers. And what I, you know, the one thing that I tell people a lot is God is so loving and caring of us that he doesn't just come in and rip the bandaid off. He doesn't expose all of those things that we have spent so many years in our lives pushing down and pushing down and pushing down. It's a process of us to get healing. And so I was committed to the process and it takes time. And so I was committed to that. And I spent uh, several years going through that process. And in, uh, after a two year period, I was committed to the Lord and to get healthy and whole and healed. I, I didn't date anyone. I, I just was committed to that. And then at, after two years, I got introduced to um, my former husband, Bob, who uh, God brought into my life uh, to show me what, what love really looked like and how it, it wasn't what I had perceived for all of those years. And not just with those husbands, but even growing up in my family and in my home, I, I didn't know what true love really looked like. And so um, God really brought this person into my life to show me that and uh, to walk alongside me. And uh, so Bob uh, got diagnosed with multiple myeloma. That was the cancer that he had. And a lot of people ask me if I'm angry at God because he took Bob away from me after all that I have been through in my life, but I don't look at it like that because Bob, God doesn't cause cancer and God doesn't do those things. And uh, I got to unbelievably experience something with Bob that um, in the midst of was the hardest thing I've ever walked through in my whole life, even harder than the drugs and the abuse. Uh, to walk Bob home, but God chose me. God knew that that was coming and that that was going to happen. And Bob and I had this amazing marriage, but I also got to walk Bob home. Mm -hmm. And that's how I look at what happened. I got to be the one to walk Bob home. And, you know, when Bob let go of my hand, he took Jesus's hand and, and went home. And so after all of that, and after that whole place of dealing with my own grief and this whole, I spent a year and a half after Bob passed away doing a whole nother deeper level of getting healed, getting my soul healed, dealing with my trauma. 
um, and experience God on a whole nother level on a, in a whole nother place of not ever knowing was possible spiritually. I experienced God in the middle of my grief. And so God started walking me in this place of, I knew from the moment I accepted Christ, God told me the, that's the very first thing that I heard God say to me was, you are going to help my daughters heal and you're going to raise my daughters to life. And at that time, I didn't know what that looked like. I didn't know what that was. And because of how I saw myself and how I felt about myself and what I had been told more than half of my life that you're never going to amount to anything and you're never going to be anything and you're never going to accomplish anything. The devil used those things for me not to walk out my destiny. And so until I got to a place where I dealt with me and I knew my own identity and I knew what I was called to, could I really stand up and walk in all that God had for my life? And so uh, Bob wrote me six letters before he passed away and he left them with his son and he sent them to me in the mail after Bob had got home. And all of the, Bob had a foot and a half in heaven when he was writing those letters to me and they were all filled with, this is not the end. And God has a plan for your life and you have to get up and put your crown on and walk in all that God has called you to. And so that became my mission and my passion after Bob went home and God started to speak those words to me again in the midst of going through my grief, you're, you're going to raise my daughters to life. And so um, then this whole miraculous way that God brought dog and I together and my spiritual mom said it to me best. Uh, when I didn't know that, that I really could, I was terrified when I stepped into dog's life (laughs) and here, um, she said to me, this is, this is what God's called you to of all the women in the whole world that dog could have married. God chose you just like he chose you to walk Bob home. He's also chose you to step into this life with dog and powerfully have a platform for the kingdom. He's been calling you to this your whole life. And now you're ready. Now you're ready to step into this place. And so that's how the house of bounty came about was God started speaking to me about helping women get whole and healed and experience what I've experienced in my life. What God has done to turn all the pain and all the abuse and all the things that I've gone through in my life into using it for the kingdom and to bring life to women who feel like they can never get out. So the House of Bounty was uh, birthed out of all of that. And my best friend, Katie Souza has a ministry in here 
well, she was in Arizona, but we've all recently moved to Florida. And Katie has a, uh, a ministry that's doing prison ministry and she speaks all over the world about soul healing and helping women get whole. And so we've brought our ministries together to form the House of Bounty so we can help women get whole and healed, restored, transformed. And you will be speaking at a conference uh, late in March, in next week, March. Let me say that again. And you'll be speaking <laughs> at a conference in Winnipeg uh, to a bunch of women uh, about yes. your story. What is it like now? I know you just said it's so powerful now to help these women, but what is it like now to share your story with these women and impact their lives, no matter what situation they may be in? Well, God said something to me a long time ago that I didn't understand. Um, and it was a very simple statement. But what he said to me was, your mess is your message. And if we can turn what all the things that we've gone through and in our lives and make our mess our message and embrace God, embrace ourselves and embrace our story, that's how God's going to use us powerfully. And if I can just bring hope and life and light to these women in their life to give them the hope and the courage to stand up and to run towards God, not run away from him and help them embrace that they can deal with their their abuse or whatever we've gone through. There's There's a whole gamut of things that we have gone through as women. And so that has that's my heart and my passion that if I can speak into their lives and give them the courage um, to be overcomers and to face themselves and to let God in, let God in to put their arms down and not hold him at arm's length, but to embrace what he has for us. It's, it's greater than we could ever, ever imagine or expect that it would be. Fantastic. Well, we're really excited to welcome you to Winnipeg. Is this your first time you'll ever be here? Thank you. It is. I'm so excited because Dog and I just moved from Colorado to Florida, so I missed winter this <laughs> year. <laughs> and I love the cold and the snow, so uh, I'm actually excited to come there and have some cold weather and uh, <laughs> experience Winnipeg. This is my first time, so I'm excited to come and be there. And bring along a Colorado low. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we, get, we get plenty of snow from your Colorado lows. Sometimes we yes. enjoy them, sometimes we don't. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> For people, though, that want to hear more about your story, they want to learn more about you or want to be inspired by you, how can they go about doing that? Uh, so you can go to dogfoundation.com. And you can also find me on Instagram at Francie Chapman. And our stories are being put out there more and more. And you can find also find us on YouTube. And we're sharing our stories and speaking more and more in different places. And 
uh, we will be putting some videos out on dogfoundation.com um, so you can keep up with what we're doing and where we're headed. Will you ever stop sharing your story? No, never. <laughs> never, ever. Not till I go home. Francie, I, I just think you're so inspiring and I just want to thank you so much for taking this time. We love sharing it with our listeners all across Canada and really excited to welcome you into Winnipeg coming up. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be there. And again, that conference is the She Tour Conference. It'll be held in Winnipeg from March 16th until the 18th. Thank you so much for joining us and for listening today. Don't forget to subscribe. We'll talk to you again on Connections.